I'm Saunders, getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Next week, for the very first time, I will be in Paris. <laughs> the collective oohs and ahs I can just imagine our listeners letting out right now is indicative of the place that the City of Lights has in our lives and in our imagination. And that really puts the pressure on me to have the time of my life. One cannot return from three weeks in Paris and respond to the question, how was it with Amir? Eh, it was okay. A perfectly acceptable <laughs> answer, by the way, if one is returning from Vegas or Fort Lauderdale. Now, all anxieties aside, I'm, I'm sure my girlfriend Ginger and I will have a fantastic time and we will respond to that question with an emphatic magnifique. And we will regale you and Sandy with tales of museums, cafes, restaurants, dazzling architecture, and oh, so much more. But what if Paris has such a magnetic hold on me that I, well, I begin to wear berets and scarves, even in the summertime? Or if I begin talking in a heavily French-accented English, would that hurt or possibly help our podcast? And while I don't plan on getting into political debates on the Metro, how will I respond if I'm somehow drafted to be the opposition party's standard bearer to challenge President Macron. Running for office requires a lot of clothing changes, and I'm only bringing a few casual outfits. Not even one pair of dress shoes, Tommy. Now, until today, I was basing my wardrobe on the weather, but should I also factor in a run for office? Now, on the upside, French presidential election campaigns only last three weeks. So I wouldn't have to rebook my return flight. Well, unless, of course, I become the first American non-French-speaking president of France, in which case I vow to continue our twice-weekly podcast <laughs> schedule. But maybe, just maybe, you and Sandy should start looking into a Paris pied-à-terre. The one time the term pied-à-terre is actually accurately used. Scotty, I empathize with you and the pressure you're feeling in advance of your first trip to Paris, France. First, let me identify to the casual listener that the Sandy is my girlfriend, but it was my first girlfriend, a woman named Marjorie, who accompanied me on my first trip to Paris. And we weren't getting along at the time wonderfully when we first got there. So this was terribly dismaying for me for the reasons you have alluded to. Paris almost requires you to fall in love, already be in love, and have the most wonderful time of your life. The only other place in the world I can think of that heaps such expectations on its visitors is Hawaii. Perhaps this is why I often say that my best experience of Paris was looking at the photos in the travel brochures of Paris weeks before going there. Do travel brochures still exist, Connie, or is it all online? <laughs> I regret to say that I have since had many delightful and satisfying experiences in the City of Lights. On several trips with my wife, Cece, staying at wondrous hotels, I, I regret that and, and hesitate to describe any of that because, as loyal listeners know, I believe travel stories must be about some comically unpleasant incident or utter disaster in order to be entertaining to anyone who didn't accompany you on the trip and, and not just make them jealous. Well, one such story started years earlier, Scotty, when at a Writers Guild meeting with European TV writers and producers, a woman announced she was French, divorced, and wished to discuss TV writing in America with whomever. 
well, I thought this might not lead to anything career-wise, but it would be pleasant to get to know someone who lives in Paris. Well, how right I was, Scotty. Many meetings and long phone calls resulted in the next time we visited Paris, we had dinner at her place, my wife and I, in, in some very nice old apartment in a wonderful arrondissement where Catherine threw together a delicious dinner in no time at all, as European women are wont are able to do. So far, so boring to the listener. But ultimately, I got work from her and with her and was flown out to where I was able to visit a TV studio in a Paris suburb. Scotty, the studio was, sadly, for the listener, quite fascinating. But the suburb, Scotty, the suburb was one of those places where gangs roamed the streets. After I was finished at the studio, I was nervous for almost eight minutes while on the street waiting for a cab, fearing I would be jumped by a Parisian gang. I I didn't, and the cab ride was uneventful, and from the point of view of a good travel anecdote, sadly, that story barely counts as a fiasco. Uh, but at least it does have the requisite, uh, you know, negativity, and it didn't all go perfectly. That's right. That you feel is so important in a travel story. And Tommy, I hope... Uh, you know, I'm from the old school, if, if uh, uh, the Sorbonne, actually, from the 1600s. <laughs> and uh, uh, but tuition then was nothing. But, yeah. you know, but I, I do. Uh, I hope my three weeks there, uh, again, barring being elected president of France, uh, is is uneventful and boring in one sense, but magnifique. But, uh, Tommy, it, it does. Um, there was some area we've touched on earlier, and I, I think it's so perfect to bring it up now. And I mentioned putting a wardrobe together and having the yeah. right outfits to run for president. But we had talked about our wardrobe and our closets and that we're auditioning. They, basically, they want to be taken on the big trip. Right now, my closet, and if we were on YouTube, you could see it, a whole array of clothes that are in the running to get on that plane. Oh, that's exciting, and they're It's all... exciting for the clothes and oh, it's exciting for the listeners. And and you could probably, if you, if you listener strain, put it to your console radio, uh, <laughs> you may hear them jostling going, oh, you should take me, come on. Oh, right. you in Paris, forget it. So I, I literally been going out every day trying different outfits on in different weather and trying to see, because you, know, you wow. can't take everything. So no. it's an exciting, as you say, yes, very exciting time, but nerve-wracking nerve, by, nerve time for the wardrobe as well. It's interesting, though. It's win-win, Scotty, because even yeah. if it doesn't work out well, you'll still, you'll, as I say, you, you, according to my philosophy of travel stories, you'll still come out with, with something to talk about. However, I do wish you well on this trip, and, and I hope that you bring the right clothing. And I'm especially proud of you. you know, clothes can't speak for themselves. We know that. Yeah. Clothes cannot yeah. talk. We have to speak for them. And that's what you just did, Scotty. You spoke for the clothes. You you gave them voice so that we can hear their own dilemma. You know, we think that, oh, the clothes just simply sit on their, uh, you know, the, the hang on the hanger and they're just happy to be there, happy to help. No, yeah. they want, they're, they're competitive like anyone else. Oh, and not only that, Tommy, they don't exist. This is the old fashioned uh, attitude. This clothes exist to serve us, the master <laughs> Of clothing, <laughs> and we can determine when it, it, it comes. What whim? Oh, what I want to wear today? And these, sometimes people hurl the clothes on the bed dismissively or throw yeah. them. I mean, no one thinks about the feelings that the clothes have. No. Of course, they have feelings. Or, the, or, and, or that a shirt or a pair of pants might have feelings. Like that's oh, that's not even oh. discussed. That's not part of our national. Oh no! And both you and I firmly believe they do. And and uh, you know, they all have different personalities, of course. And they just look. They understand. 
and rightfully so, you can't wear them every day. That would be unhygienic, and and they want to break too. But uh, the big trip, and I've never been to Paris, and this is a three week journey. And, you know, it's not it's everything is going to be able to go to Paris. No, and no. everyone wants to go to Paris. All your clothing would be yeah. thrilled to represent you in Paris. Oh, yeah. But but they have to understand that some are going to be left behind. And that's that's the downside of being so empathetic, Scotty, that you're able to under, to, to feel the feelings and interpret the and, and give voice to clothing. Yes. And also the one positive thing is, uh, and I believe this is true. My winter clothes, in fact, my fine Norwegian wool coat that I've talked about, which is a kind of version of your incredible weather-resisting coat, uh, it's a winter coat. Of course, I'm not bringing it. There's no hard feelings there. I mean, th th this coat's been around. It knows that if I go to Europe in the, in the cooler months, it'll be right there with me. So thankfully, at least the seasonal clothing they understand that. Look, this they smarter understand. than we are. They get they it. They understand. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. They I don't want to go. I mean, why would they want to go to 70 degrees in Paris if they're in winter coat? That's almost an imposition on them. So in that case, I'm doing, you know, what they want. But as you say, Tommy, it's the spring summer clothes and they're not all going to make the cut. Well, you know, the, the drama of the clothes, it's funny that, that your trip to Paris is really un, unyielding the drama of clothing and, yeah. and how... Uh, you know the the secret life of of your shirts and socks and 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 uh, uh, this is probably the first podcast that's really delved into that and you can yeah. see the Disney movie you know something like Toy Story it's only it's clothing story oh, of it's course they get animated for the young woman or, or if Seth Rogen did it they'd be high on pot they'd be smoking pot in their apartment and yeah. then the clothes get and a whiff of it just like a stoner yeah you know, the clothing but i don't think clothing does necessarily talk just like us no 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 I and i wouldn't even want to go that route and then the clothes would smell of pot and then it, that's the easy way our thing is so much deeper and, and more and really as you said tommy this is standing up for civilization and and and, and giving coats up uh, uh the, their, voice. their voice and and, yeah. uh, and we did touch up for a moment uh, two years ago maybe i don't know but as many topics that we bring up, it needed a closer examination and what better time than for this big trip. But I will say, Tommy, even someone like myself and, and you know that I like clothes and I, I you know, I, I'm not a, you know, my dad was a fashion plate. There's always that expression, which, uh, yeah. Why a plate? Yeah. Not a fashion bowl. No, I don't really fashion... get it. Like, do I love how those sides look on the plate? Cut. So that means I like clothes. So not quite sure, but, yeah. but, but actually I do feel a little anxiety about, you know, oh, how to dress like a local, how to look like a Parisian. And you think, yeah, that's what I want to do. And then I realize, no, I'm a New Yorker, which, by the way, probably has more of a cachet than looking like a Parisian in Paris because they well, love New York. And yeah. And, and we don't know how popular this podcast is in France. So yeah. you could, you know, have the surprise of being, you know, mobbed and, and uh, the French paparazzi snapping pictures of you. And then you would really worry about how well you're dressed because you're representing yeah. America. To, oh, absolutely. And that's the a French great point public. That, that you said. Not we, just we, this pop, podcast. But no, no. We talk country. sometimes about we have a devoted small following of geniuses, but that's only because whatever analytics they have. And it's not that detailed. No. It's my knowledge. There's nothing of France. And you, no. you're exactly right. I may open my mouth to say some words. Uh, to, uh, bonjour, going to a store and she'll just stop in her tracks. And went, it, from getting through this with Tom and Scott and what 
how would you and then and yeah. then someone else in the store you know uh, going drops the whatever they're doing looks Drop over it. did you say it was scott <laughs> it is say scott say scott uh, so, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's a real possibility time and, and so that puts added pressure again that, on the clothing. Yeah. And, and that's what lead, you know, actually refers back to a, the, the last podcast where we talked about the dangers of being famous. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, in, in, I think in this case, you know, you, you have a real, there is the real fear that you might be elected president of France. And that does that to me, that's another dimension of pressure on you. Yeah. Like oh, basically yeah. you're going to try not to be elected president of France. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing from you that you I really. Mean, yeah. I, well, on the one hand, I want to, you know, if the people speak, I'm not going to say <laughs> shut up. But I again, if the campaign is perfect, it's three weeks. It really is three weeks and no negative ads required. And. Probably no money required, so no, uh, yeah. it could be done. It would not could not in the United States. But, but you, you you don't have to be a, a French uh, native born French. I mean, I haven't checked the, uh, the, the I don't <laughs> they call it a rule book for president. Uh, I would think probably you should be a citizen. I mean, that's my own tip. If it's not in there right, right. now, I would put that in. Yeah, uh, um, you know, it's it may be one of those things though, and this is possible that they do you know yes you do have to be a, a a french citizen but they want you president so much that they change their constitution which you can totally yeah. do oh absolutely absolutely right? or confirm me instant citizenship yeah yeah can, can, uh, retroactively confer yeah well, I'm, why should like, it like retroactively native born just declare that part of Brooklyn. Yeah. A, a, you know, it's so easy to do. You declare that certain part of Brooklyn a part of France. Yeah. yeah. And then that part of Brooklyn's going to have to agree to it. But, you know, that's just a few letters back and forth. Oh, yeah. That. And they'd be happy to, you know, it's a good publicity, <laughs> you know, for the local papers and all that. Uh, and again, I do watch France 24 News. I do get Le Monde oh, in oh. English. So I'm up on the I'm up on the news pretty <laughs> on much. On the politics. I mean, yeah. you'll be able to play the ins and outs. That's because you watch France 24 news. Now, let's not just make it clear. You it's not that you're watching France 24 hours a day when you oh, say no. that. I think no. a lot of listeners hear that and that's what they think. Well, because that's an expression, kind of a slang expression. Yeah, I watch it 24. No, it's cold France 24, and I do watch it in the, you know, yeah. around dinner time. And there's some excellent uh reporting there and, and right. i'm actually so hoping maybe to be on when i'm there maybe as a pundit that which would be 10 ep uh, podcast episodes to oh um, can describe. you imagine being a, yeah. a pundit in a french show and then and and have to speak french too yeah. like wow. they just say well could you just translate and then you have it translated with you know uh what is it chat gbi oh, whatever GBD. it's called yeah yeah and 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 then you know i mean it, it's possible that you could be a french but but i think in general you're going to have to speak french and i think that means that you're going to have to talk into some translator that will turn your voice into uh, some french puss and 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 speak beautiful french but you'll have this sort of weird kind of uh thing sort of taped around your mouth that's what i worry about <laughs> yeah i don't like any kind of you know mouth like, like strapped around onto around your head and it's just, yeah yeah you can't, like, you can't see your mouth but you hear french whenever you talk yeah but then i or i could be the johnny halliday of french <laughs> politics where i am i just keep speaking english and there'll be those on the right or with you know the outrage or the yeah you know, that the why don't why french. Is our french oh can you imagine the angry editorials why does oh. our president not speak french 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's to them will seem to those people they will you'll never get their votes, Scotty. Just don't no. even try to get those. No, no, no. I, I I can't. And that would be an editorial <laughs> in uh, in the Figaro. You know, uh, parlez français, Monsieur President. <laughs> and then a picture of me, you know, with a Yankee cap and just scotty. right. Hey, bro. And, right. <laughs> and caught with them. Yes. Uh, with that, you know, hopefully I don't, I just don't want you to wear that translator thing. I mean, that's the no. only thing. I, I think you're right. I think you're just going to have to take the slings and arrows and, and, and you know, those, the, uh, the ugly editorial cartoons that will make it seem like you're, you know, you know, yes, just as you say, speaking English while everybody's say, you know, slapping their foreheads, oh, sacre bleu. And so yeah, on. yeah. And I'll learn and, a little bit here and, and there, but but I'll have a lovely, you know, uh, uh, translator and and. Uh, well, that's the thing. You know. If you can have a lovely, tra- and that that's the ge- your political genius and yeah. why you've been so successful as a as a co mayor, <laughs> as a self appointed yes. co mayor of Irving Place, without any scandal or no. or, or, or any or any whiff of really. scandal. There's no whiff. No, not even a whiff of scandal. <laughs> yeah. And that's the worst, you know, I mean, you know, scandal smells unpleasant. But oh, we'll yeah. go into that in another. But even a whiff is Oh, just a terrible. whiff of, of scandal. So, <laughs> there's none of that. No, uh, none of that. So, so, and that shows your political instincts, you know, that, that you, you, you know, this, uh, uh, I forget what it was you, that you just, um, well, there's mentioned. a lovely translator. Lovely translator. Fine, that's what it is. Yeah. A, a, a lovely, French actress, I mean, you know. A, Everybody's and, eyes are going to be on the translator. Yeah, she's going to be amazing, fashionably dressed. Yes, but but beautiful with it. And and also, I see a, a, a lovely somebody who translates for the hard of hearing too. Oh, absolutely. So you have multiple translators oh, going. So That's your that entourage. They, yeah, they won't even realize that I'm not speaking French. That's no. <laughs> after a while when you go to a French film with subtitles. You know, you kind of you get used to it. You're not reading it really, so you, you're kind of thinking you're actually hearing it in English. So it'll be the same thing with that. Or I could carry, and I'm sure they could do this, just subtitles that I carry with me wherever I go. It ought to. You mean actually just yeah. put them put out subtitles? I, yeah. I I gotta say I think that's that's great, but I would like to see the translator, you know, yeah. to, to do that. Like like. Uh, uh, who's the girl on uh, the woman on Wheel of Fortune for many years? Oh, Havana White. Havana, yeah. yeah, sort of Havana White of translates. So she, she can either say it out loud, but also she holds out the cards that have it written in French. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, 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 yeah. I just think make that more and more of a show, and people will they won't complain about. Yeah, your, I mean, your lack when, of when the state of the they union, won't even notice yeah. it. You're I right. I think the State of the Union address here would be much more interesting if you had. You know, some lovely translators and I don't care what language it, it was and, and, and holding up cards. And, you know, I think that would add a lot to it. So, again, yeah. I'm not. Look, let me just. And if she again. shows a little leg, is that the worst thing? It's France. Oh, for tastefully, all tastefully. And, and yeah. uh, that's what it is. But, Tommy, let me emphasize again for those just tuning in. Mm-hmm. I am not actively seeking uh, the, the French presidency. I'm not, that's not the purpose of Ginger Our Trip. In fact, it's not the purpose at all. Uh, we're just talking about very real possibilities that yeah. could happen. Look, as I said, just being prepared. Just be look, very likely it'll be three weeks. Oh, fantastic restaurant, <laughs> this museums, we had such a great time. Yeah. Or, you know, less likely, but possible. It's like, yeah, looks like I'm gonna be the new president of France. And yeah. uh, and, and again, you need uh, to be prepared for that. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, it's three weeks. It's, it's I don't like have to change you, the return yeah. ticket. 
you know, travelers bring Pepto Bismol. I always bring Pepto Bismol. I think you should be prepared for anything, uh, you know, uh, that could happen to you on your trip. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that could happen to you. Not everybody is faced with that, but with your political instincts, yeah. it's very yeah. hard for you to avoid becoming president of the. Well, of and I could hear, and for those who want, oh, yeah, give me more information. This is a very real scenario. I do get on France 24 in one of these debate panels, which yeah. is possible. I am going to try to do that in Salmontown. And I speak on a certain topic, and somehow, it just grabs the imagination of all yeah. French people. And it goes and viral. Goes viral the next day. It's, uh, you know, and people who support the wonderful uh, Mr. You know, Zelensky in Ukraine, who's also a Jewish comedian, they'll cite him for being right. you know, heroic. And could I be the hero of France? Yeah. And it just goes from there. And Macron must face that. And again, I, have, I hold nothing ill against him. I don't agree with this. Pension reform, but that's a whole other thing. But uh, well, that's but, that's what's going to put you over, Scotty. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you're 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 not. You know, you're you're sort of uh, making that seem like it's small potatoes, as as my girlfriend Sandy would say. Yeah. It's not small potatoes. It's big potatoes. That yeah. that little remark you just made, where you would not raise the retirement age, that's what is very likely going to result in you becoming first a pundit and yeah. then president of France. And, yeah. that, and I think you're right. Definitely include a formal shirt of some sort, you know, a just crisp formal shirt or yeah. clothes yeah. before, you know, you're swearing in some, 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 yeah. you know, dress shirt. Right? I mean, I could always run out to a fine French store and get something, but you know, well, not always it, Scotty. What if right. it's Sunday? What if it's, that's true. See, everything shuts down here on Sunday. Yeah. So that yeah. I should have something ready to go. Uh, also, they may just say, we're going to, you know, you got to take the oath now. You got to speak to the country now. I can't go. <laughs> you don't oh, know. If you wait till Monday when the stores reopen. I'd like to kind of pick out something. <laughs> I don't you know. They, they may say fine, but I, I should have something that would work. And, uh, I think so. I mean, it's just, it's just being a prepared traveler. Yeah. You know, basically. You yeah, know, you no, bring your the passport. Opposite. Yeah, no, just be prepared. This is really the opposite of going to Soviet Russia and being arrested as a spy. Yeah. I'm going to France and being elected president. It's all good. It's all positive there. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're quite right. It is completely the opposite of going yeah. to Russia. Yeah. And being thrown in prison. Yeah. As a, 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 accused of being a spy, which you're not, by the way. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, the thing is, I probably should never go to Russia because I have all these guidebooks and blogs. For my research, they yeah. would think that I was spying. And right, uh, so, but if we're in France, they see that as evidence of why you should be president. Oh, of you course, because so I so much research. Yeah, I want to learn about the country, and it's a positive <laughs> thing. So that's just one of the many reasons why France is better than Russia. I'll just come out and say it. Uh, <laughs> not the Russian people; they have some fine people, but you know, yeah. they're leaders and all that. But but so Tommy, but either way, and and we'll be doing um, yeah. some. Podcast from Paris. We, we I, believe I that this is going to happen. Yeah, we, we, we are currently very fast with the technology and and uh, uh, all of course of that. it'll be a completely different time from you. From... Oh well, we're six hours ahead, so basically, yeah. you could bet on the football matches in in the Premier <laughs> League and somehow, or I yeah. can't, or I don't really can't figure it out. But uh, the temperature, I still, Tommy, and uh, you know, only the United States and. Maybe one other country actually used Fahrenheit for some reason. And I, to this day, can never remember the formula. It's told no, I, to me. This is the same way when people describe crypto. 
I hear it, I smile, and I have no recollection yeah. of what they just said. And the Fahrenheit Celsius, I don't know what the formula is. I have told many yeah. times. I, I know like 80s, maybe like 30, or I, I don't know. Um, and that has kept you from, from being a meteorologist. Oh, yeah. That's something that and our listeners would rightfully say, no, yeah. that, that ain't going to happen when I go to France. <laughs> and they're right, because I really don't know. Uh, they'd be all over me. The first weather cast, like, and uh, it'll be 85 Fahrenheit. I don't know Celsius. Yeah, he does yeah. not know Celsius. And they'd be throwing things <laughs> at the map. And, so that's not going to happen. But no, no and, uh, let's pray that that doesn't happen. Right. It does and I don't happen even, where you find yourself. Yeah. Oops, I'm a weatherman in France, but I don't know the difference between Fahrenheit and Celsius. That's uh, everybody's nightmare. Oh, I don't yeah. know anybody who hasn't had that nightmare. And the nightmare of just trying to figure out the chroma key and the thing and looking at the monitor but making it look like i'm looking at the map and oh, yeah, yeah, pointing yeah. That's i mean that's already every yeah. every uh you know weatherman has to master that and you have yeah. zero time to do it zuta law sir please <laughs> we need somebody to be a weatherman immediately i mean it the odds that you're going to be snatched off the street by the french uh you know uh, TV, which, what is it, Canal Plus or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, I believe. Uh, uh, the, the the odds are are minuscule, but you know you might want to bone up, as they used to say, yeah. on your Fahrenheit and Celsius just on the plane ride over. Just crazy off chance that you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're much more likely to wind up a pundit on a local news show, right? And they could get me from that. Say. But of course, Tommy, the other scenario, which is all, all is very likely, it's not very likely I'd be chosen to be a weather person. But if no. I am and I'm bumbling through it, it's a disaster. The news director, mon dieu, mon dieu. But <laughs> the ratings are through the roof. We love the funny man who knows nothing about yeah. the weather. And right. it's, I become, again, huge, beyond viral. Right. And then they're stuck with me. And then I have to be the weatherman. That's an, that's more problematic than being president of France to me. Yeah, is that right? That's so interesting. Yeah, I could pull off. People would of say, France "Wow, and, wouldn't be yeah. president of France with all the pressures and." You would think, but you know, uh, it, look, I get advisors, I get people who know the ins and outs of issues, but weather, it's just you there doing the weather, and yeah, and, uh, uh, it's, and it's just five days that... a week, and <laughs> you know, twice a day, probably at least. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and you've got to learn that Celsius thing. I mean, that's yeah. it. that you know, you've got to really go to school on on that. Whereas you really are up to date on French politics. Uh, yeah, I need all I need to know about that, and they could fill me in on, on other things. But uh, so I, I, you know, I can read the International Herald yeah. Tribune. That eight pages should be enough to familiarize me with everything. And uh, but again, Tommy, uh, to really what I said yeah. at the top, as we call it, no change to the podcast schedule that's beyond set in stone it's carved in stone which is that different set in stone and carved in stone or? yeah that's interesting because we, we need to know that because we you know we're way behind on carving everything we've yeah. ever said in this podcast on stone like yeah so and i hate to say it this is how far by, behind we are we haven't even got one stone yeah. one word carved in stone but as yeah. you say tommy the supply chain thing is still an issue <laughs> and uh you know there's only about nine stone carvers left in the world in the world the and, united and, states and so there's a backlog yeah and they're you know very often they're like they're in demand you know a lot of times gravestones are ahead of oh, us yeah. which you know i mean we can't just shove aside you know bereaving people just no, because no. we but but we do we have made that pledge that we're going to make sure everything is 
we've said and carved in stone. That's somewhat burdensome. I, I do sometimes think, boy, we're falling further and further behind with every podcast. Well, and we are, but I think that, look, as long as we What's talk about it, bring it up and say, people will say, okay, at least they didn't forget about the fact that carved <laughs> I think that's almost as good as having it actually carved. So, yeah, you're right. We didn't. It's not like we don't ever talk about it. No, we're not sweeping it under the rug. Which, by the way, what what do you sweep under a rug? I, I don't. I, I don't know. That, I mean, I'm, I don't. Yeah, to dirt. sweep it under. And, yeah, and, and and that makes a big lump under the. No, I'm I'm. That's one cliche. I'm behind. You know, don't sweep things under the rug. You yeah, know, because no, it's never a good thing. Yeah, it's not, it isn't a good thing. And uh, uh, and I I don't think we're doing that. I we don't know. We never do that with anything. We don't do it with our time machine. We no, bring it up no, periodically, we... not every day. But <laughs> yeah. if we didn't never brought it up, then yeah. people would rightfully say, "Oh, well, I guess he's never going to do it." No, of course, we're going to do it. It's just uh, giving updates and look, these yeah. things don't happen overnight. No, they don't. Rome wasn't built in a day. I think somebody said that, and it's yeah. and historians have proven that it is true. It's and, a, and probably no city, to my knowledge, no. was built in a day That's unless right. it's like a really Cincinnati tiny wasn't one. even born in a day. <laughs> no. Think about it. What that'd be great. The city that was built in a day. <laughs> yeah, be a great tourist attraction because yeah. you just spend like ten minutes there and you. That's it. You yeah. know. And then what do they take the city down after the day or they just build it <laughs> the day and leave it? They do. Yeah, right? like a pop-up city. Yeah, pop up. That could be the new I mean, thing. I, I mean, I worry a little about the elevators, you know, to the 80th oh, floor. Yeah, yeah. If it was that kind of city with those types. No, you don't want them to skimp on that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, you could do modular housing. You could kind of slide them in and yeah. stick it together. You could, you could slide in a store or two, but. Uh, well, the whole you know, you point would be a city that yeah. could be built in a day and you could call yeah. it Rome. And the whole yeah. point would be just to get rid of that cliche once and for all. So yeah. The like, Rome that was built in a day. Yeah. Yeah. It could be Rome, New York, which is yeah, many right. Rome's. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's um, but it's uh, but Tommy, I'm another but Paris, my, Scotty, yeah. Paris is where you go. We speak of Rome. That's true. In That's a jocular true. fashion, but we're very serious when it comes to Paris. Yeah. And again, there are other pressures, but I'm, I'm confident it'll be fine. And also that we'll be welcome from New York. They love New York. Brooklyn, I could sprinkle my conversation with that. They love Brooklyn. And so people who cheer, you know, people back in the 1950s, I'm from Brooklyn, always got a cheer from the, from a studio TV studio audience. Oh, yeah. That yeah. went away for some reason. Uh, maybe maybe it's gone to, to France where they'll cheer. Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I have heard from, from my friend Catherine, who I mentioned earlier yeah, in this podcast, yeah. that in France, Brooklyn had become, in Paris, a, a synonym for cool. Oh, absolutely. In fact, you know it's a Brooklyn. I mean, I, I, oh, I I've heard that quite before. a lot. And it's a brand. Oh, it's very Brooklyn. And yeah. uh, not the Brooklyn I grew up in, but of course the cool hip Brooklyn. But also, Tommy. But, but, but they don't know that, Scotty. They yeah. don't know that. No, no, no. All I have to say is they don't know you weren't cool. Yeah. Well, just like you didn't know that. Right. I didn't know. Up. We didn't know we weren't cool. <laughs> uh, but also, Tommy, there's a gum, Brooklyn gum that I believe emanates from. France or somewhere in Europe, and and so, oh really? Uh, so you'll be able to be the spokesman for Brooklyn Gum. Well, maybe I could say I wouldn't say this because you know me, I would do it. Could say my family, uh, Brooklyn Gum. That's us. Uh, but that would I don't want to do that. I'm not uh, looking to. Oh, you mean like you're the Brooklyn? Gum. Uh, the Brooklyn, you know, because I'm from Lakeland Brooklyn. Of the Brooklyn. They would say, gum. "Oh, is did you invent uh, the Brooklyn Gum?" Go, oh, as a matter of fact, we did. 
But then crowds of people, and I'm right. not looking to meet. You know, when I was single, it'd be like, you know, in those days, it'd be like, okay, it's a and, good and way to meet women by thinking that you own Brooklyn gum. But Scotty, but no, you would cut. Trust me, you're so smart about that because, again, that's your political instinct because that would come back to haunt you. Yeah. A, a week later, when you were elected, uh, being you know voted on for for oh. being president of France, I know that would be bring up the, the Brooklyn Gum fiasco yeah. that happened a week earlier and said, "Yeah, didn't you claim to be?" And then you'd be like, er, uh, "I was just trying to uh, impress this person, and yeah. I, it, it was a stupid move." And I, I've learned a lot since that. Yeah, since and they probably would be forgiving there, but but I don't want to go that uh, route. We, no, we've no. proven as we did in a previous podcast, we can go right up to the line. As we say, go to a restaurant, walk up to people there and go, how's everything tasting? They'll assume I'm the owner, but I do not announce, uh, I am the owner of this establishment. Right. How is the food? No, that's misrepresentation. We just say, how's everything? Good, enjoy your lunch. And I'm so just you the guy who wants that you to in do France, it. too. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, in these fancy well, French Ginger could pull it off, too, because she, she has a European French Look, maybe we both could, and she could just say hello. Uh, uh, how is everything? And then, oh, good, thank you so much. And, and she French, could be your would... translator, actually. Yes. And, yes. And, so, and, and and then you could go up, and and uh, he would like to know, and then you would be the American owner of. The, I mean, that's what they would think, but you would never say that. So, Scotty, it's no. so brilliant, and and that way we've talked about the advantages of. You get to take compliments on the on food that you never really had to to cook yourself exactly. and all you're doing is wishing someone in a store go yeah. oh well, uh, i think you, there's some lovely blouses over there oh I, thank I'm, you, you i know. mean something yeah that's right and, and you get you get a respect that you haven't uh, earned uh technically i think that's where it becomes controversial is you get this respect and this admiration even though you don't have the job but as you say we walk up right to the line. We don't actually say you are the owner of the store or the Never. restaurant or, 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 or the nightclub. Never. No, and for the kids listening, always be honest. Uh, have fun with it, you know, just do, but always be honest. That's that's the that's the key. Uh, I guess the it is the new slang will be, don't go Santos on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, wondering about, you know, because Santos is still in the news. Oh, uh, well, beyond. Well, he is almost the, it's people like him and Trump, they do so many bad things. It's really hard to keep up. No, it's actually yeah. probably better to do 12 illegal, uh, unethical things than one. Because the one they could hone in on, but 12, it's exhausting. Eyes and, and you become the butt jokes. And then, you know, uh, it's not a it's it's not the worst thing. You're right, Scotty. The more unethical things you do, the more you're just simply joked about. And Yeah. And, so and, it's uh, if you're going to do unethical things, just do a lot of them. But preferably... Scotty. Do none of them. Just be, be honest. I want to just say very, very quickly that you would never present yourself. And this is the interesting thing. You talk about, you know, wanting to go up to people in restaurants, house of food, you know, it, 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 as if you were the owner of the restaurant, but you're not. This is not what you would be doing as president of France. No, no. That, that, and and you, you're, you're not going to misrepresent yourself as president. Only if you become president of France will right. you... Then and then I don't have to say, "Oh, hi! I'm by the way, I'm the president of France." They'll see me coming a mile away, right. and, and then and I'll just begin speaking as the president of France. There would be no reason to go up to people and pretend you own the restaurant if everyone knew you. Were. <laughs> right. That that's a great point. Uh, yeah. If so, what basically what we're saying is, as we wind down, uh, anywhere in the world, by the way, you could just 
you know, act like you're the owner without saying you're the owner and just being nice to people. That's fine. Unless, and this is the key, as you just said, you're elected president of France. Just put all those things on the side until you retire or yeah. no longer in office. Then you could do that, but not while you're president of France. Not when you're president of France, when everyone knows you're fit. Well, Scotty, on that, I don't know how to, to top that. This is what a very exciting trip. We'll, I, we do hope that even with a six-hour difference, you'll be able to do a podcast. Oh, we will, and it's going to go right to the Smithsonian and also to the French many french museums as well um sure, yeah you know and, and we, be, we don't know which one at this point because no. probably there'll be a you know a bidding war oh yeah yeah but well it'll be out there though and and but but for now though and again for my clothes in the in the uh, closet we'll be giving you updates on which ones made the cut to paris but wow. for now uh all i have to say is i remain sincerely yours scott blakeman and i'm always going to be tom saunders and we're getting through this